Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tell Us with Tootie. This is Tootie Baron with my amazing co-host, Kevin Manfred. Hi, Kev. How are you? Hi. Great to be back. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I've been gone for a little minute, but you've been, you've been um, handling things quite well. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. I was having an interview with somebody. Oh, you have an amazing, amazing... Uh, guest and his name was so similar to you and I keep trying to call him your name. Oh, I ended up apologizing to him. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. In the middle of an interview. <laughs> because Never I miss you. Him, but I, could hear the, I could hear you wanting to turn that T into a K. Right? Is you because I miss my chocolate bunny. <laughs> and today we're having our first episode on video so people actually can see how we look right exactly we're real people you know yes we're real people with real feelings <laughs> how are you kev i am pretty good but uh it's been a rather interesting week oh it's, it's starting for the weekend yeah like i uh, i always look forward for that but oh it's a little bit of a drama you tell me to go I told you, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. What would you think? I would be like, no, come on now. Like, really? No. That's, you know, he has, he has a history of, you know, doing that. Um, I think he's done it to like a fan before that it was kind of like touching him inappropriately when one of his tour and maybe um, another, I think it oh, was, Chris. if I'm not mistaken, a, a journalist too, in one of his tours, say something inappropriate or something like that. And he, he, he done it. But if you tell me Will Smith is going to get physical with somebody, I mean, aggressively physical with somebody in the middle of the stage of an Oscar, um, I would be like, no, that's not, that's, that's too. So how did you find out? I was watching the Oscars. I mean, that's a thing, right? That's people do that. Like I literally was looking forward to that. I remember I set my entire Sunday to have the spot to be completely clear when the Oscars arrive, because I, I watched it every you know, every year it kind of give you a hint of what movies to watch, what's trendy, what's going on. So I was watching it. And I, in the beginning, I honestly thought that that was on the script. You know, you know, it's Chris Rock, you know, he's funny, that's his thing. And, you know, they always do these shocking experiments to see, you know, people's reactions. So I totally thought that, honestly, I thought that it was going to be like a script. I never in a million years thought that it was going to be. When then when he came back and then he started like, when the outbursts came, I'm like, oh, I felt awkward. I felt like I was in my best friend's house and their parents were like being super aggressive. And you're like, oh, what should I do now? That's how I felt. What about you? Where were you when that happened? So I wasn't watching the Oscars. I was actually asleep. <laughs> my sister texts me a YouTube link and go, is this real? So as I'm up, I'm looking at it and like, okay, I'm having a weird dream going back to sleep. So when I woke up the next morning, I was going to text my sister like, yo, I had this crazy dream that you text me that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. As soon as I got my phone, like, oh, wait, 
this really happened. Mm-hmm. And then, I, so I did, I, because I, I didn't see him like respond uh-huh. saying to Chris what he ended up saying. So then I see it all. Like, oh, this really happened. And yeah. then it just, what I'm really surprised about it, how much it blew up. Because, you know, I think it blew up because we were expecting much better from him. And for anybody in the industry, I would say so. I'm speaking my personal opinion. This is my humble personal opinion. People don't attack me because this is my humble personal opinion. It's just an opinion, you know. But we were, I mean, I think we were expecting, you know, a little better than that. When somebody's in the you know, in the public eye and in an industry that criticize you and actually make a living out of destroying your life and make fun of you, you will think that these people know the expectation and have a little more thick skin. And yes, you know, he, he, I guess he, he, uh, um, sent or say something in regards to like, you know, that he was tired. He has, a, he really had a, kind of like a hard year because they've been kind of like digging and criticizing his personal life. You know what I mean? And attacking her for her personal choices or the way they leave the relationship or the arrangement that they have. Um, So people are very sensitive to their personal life, but, um, and he is on the public eye, the entire public is on the public eye. So I can understand the human side of him and, you know, and reacting very passionately about it. But when that's his career, you know what I mean? And he works so hard and he's a great, amazing actor. His craft is immaculate. He's really good at what he does. So it was his first Oscar, like his entire career, his first Oscar. So it was a night that should have been remembered for how amazing of an actor and how wonderful of a craft he has. But now it's been overshadowed by his reaction of somebody making a joke out of, you know, something happened on his personal life. And I am not condemning any, you know, I am not condemning the fact that he's get picked on about his personal life. And I am not condemning his reaction because I mean, who am I to judge how he's reacting, but I think that put it out there, uh, it wasn't the place. I think, you know, um, they know each other on a personal level. They could address that and, you know, on a, on a private matter, on a personal level. So when nobody have to, you know, be part of that interaction, but putting it out there, it sends just a really, uh, antagonize the message, you know, that him and Jada, I mean, Jada has an entire show, you know, talking about healing and conducting yourself and, and mindful thinking and all of this. Uh, I think uh, they were tested at the Oscars and that was the platform that they should have used to practice what they preach uh, instead of acting like all of us, you know what I mean? <laughs> acting a fool. Well, um, I, don't know, I don't know if I'll put me on there. <laughs> you know, at some point we get physical. Well, no, excuse me. Do, 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 do. I retract that. At some point we get passionate about whatever we feel, right? Yeah, yeah I'm backing that up. Like, nobody's getting physical over here. Uh, uh, excuse me. No, but at some point you get, you know, a little touchy about, you know, personal. It, it touch, you know, a personal spot that you don't feel comfortable sharing. So, you know, people might bring that up at some point, but doing it in an aggressive manner is never the, the outlet. And in a person, in a, in a such a public 
you know, space, like in like the Oscars. And I don't know. I thought that was uh, a little, it was a poor decision, a poor choice. What do you I think? think? I see it in, as like in multiple avenues. So one, my first thought was, I was obviously, I understand the feeling, but it was like, okay, this was a bit of an overreaction. So my first thought is, what could have happened in that moment to where Will Smith's reaction could have been completely understandable? And my thought was this. If Chris Rock says the same joke, mm-hmm. or like rubs the top of her head, then I get it. Smack him right. You guys, I backhand Chris Rock if he had did that. So, but that was my, that was my first reaction. But then I look at it from like multiple sides. Like, it's a black man. I, I hated seeing two black men fighting each other. Well, that wouldn't say fighting. One assaulting another one, doing such a incredibly public platform at a night where black people were being celebrated. Like Chris Rock was giving an Oscar to another black man named Quest Love, who's very respected within our culture. Also, the producer of the Oscar was a black man. Samuel Jackson got his first Oscar. Didn't even realize it was his first Oscar. I thought he'd been at one. Wow. But it was, so there's that aspect. As a man, I get, like, it's ultraly disrespectful to see a man look at you in the eye, make fun of your wife in your face. Ultra disrespectful. So I understand the notion. But Will Smith is not an average, everyday man. I could argue Will Smith is one of the most famous men on earth. I, yeah, I will agree. So... When you're one of the most famous men on earth, when you do something, the world knows about it. So, ooh. Still, with it being a week, I'm still kind of surprised it's still as uh, popular as it is. And I think uh, he just announced not too long ago that he had to step down from his role at the academy. He announced it yesterday, I believe so. If, you, if he, I am not mistaken. So, like, I don't think that now... Unfortunately, this, that slap is going to kind of, it feels like it's one of those things that's going to probably last for a while. It's going to be like, he can't do another movie and not bring it up. You know, um, Kev, um, I felt <clears throat> mixed feelings about it, you know, when that happened. When finally I got out of the shock because it was a little shock and said, wait a minute, is it happened? Did it happen? Oh my God, it did happen. So yes, I get the part that is his wife. He's in love with her. He is adore her and he feels that he needs to defend her. That's his, you know, perfect. That's understandable. He got very passionate about her. And he probably see how uh, the way she goes through what happening, you know, with her condition of alopecia and, you know, in their private of their home, how she feels about it. And, and it hits a different nerve. Um, but I, you know, like you mentioned, when you are such a public figure, you have so many people, you know, looking after you. It's unfortunate when, you know, but it happens. Like, you know, pe- pe- celebrities say like, oh, you know, I'm just a human being. Um, you know, you are in charge of, of raising your kids. Yes, yes, that's a hundred percent true but you are putting yourself in the spotlight and there is a a sea of humans looking after you, 
you know, what you have done to your drive, how you behave as, as a point of example. And that's just the way it happens, unfortunately. So let me ask I, you Tell me. Because um, we're going at this with the assumption, and Chris Rock has pretty much said that he didn't know that Jada yeah. Pinkett had, had his, her condition. Mm-hmm. Now, if he had did, does, you kind, does this kind of change your thought process on the whole situation? No, because it would have been something that would getting under my skin, but I 100% am going to remember, like I am at the Oscars. There's a thousand eyes, I mean, millions of eyes looking at me right now. This is live and it's very annoyed. I probably would have had like a face, like, oh, like so annoying, like you're super annoying, but and I would have definitely addressed it probably at the after party. <laughs> no right there in now. there. Again, just as a man, like if I like if it was kind of a situation where Will at times like, look, I know you gotta come around. I know you're gonna throw some jokes. I know you probably gotta throw one or two my way. Cool. Don't talk about my wife's head. And he did. Now I wouldn't have done that first. I'm not gonna walk up live because I don't want to ruin everybody else's moment. It was awkward for everybody. As soon as Chris goes backstage, I'm going backstage. Yeah. He still is going to report that I smacked Chris Rock, but everybody won't see it. I agree 100%. I think, I think he would have waited for the commercials to arrive and go backstage and say, hey, like, you know, that was like a poor judgment. Like, come on. You know what I mean? But I, know, I have another thing, too. And I know a lot of people will not like what I have to say right now. But this is my personal opinion again. Uh, but, you know... When Hollywood in general are such an advocate of, you know, black excellence, right? Uh, black accomplishments, uh, making everything, you know, change the narrative that, that America has against black male. Oh, they're aggressive. Oh, they're impulsive. Oh, they're blah, 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 blah. All this narrative, you know, surrounded black male. Uh, in their excellence. I think it should have been even a bigger drive for him to keep his composure because now I feel like I feel that we have given a reason, you know, to justify some of those narratives. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, they're impulsive. Look, look, at, look at how they add. It doesn't matter how much money they have. They're always going to you know, react passionately or, or react in an aggressive manner, which that's not the case. But people will generalize. So that was a little annoying for me because it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm rooting for you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm rooting for you. So Yeah, and, like, I kind of can def- have to defend Will on this a little bit because I'm sure – at that moment, he went. He didn't. He thought probably of all of that afterwards. Yeah. But his first thought was, he's a husband first. He got to go home to the to his wife. He disrespected his wife. His and he went red. And he had a human moment. Now I hate the fact that we as black people get judged by our worst moments, while others get judged by their best. But I also don't kind of go about my actions worrying about what white people will think of me. Look, I mean, I may have hated hated that that he did that, mm-hmm. but I kind of understand the feeling. The feeling is completely human and understandable. His reaction is what we're judging over here. Like the way he reacted towards that is was very poor. In a in a 
in an immense platform. It was just poor judgment. Like, you know, and the way it was done also, I feel that, you know, everybody's talking about like, you know, what happened and everything. I re do you remember, um, I think it was a Met Gala party that Nicki Minaj got into with Cardi B, right? And they escorted Cardi B right away. Oh, and she like threw the shoe? Yeah, remember that? They yeah, escorted yeah, Cardi yeah. B right away. When this happened, like right away at the Met Gala, boom, she's out. When this happened, it was just like, okay, he literally went on stage, slapped a guest in front of everybody. He sat down like, you know what? What are you going to do about it? And, well, now I'm going to bring the... What do you think about that? Up. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, that was odd, yeah, but funny. okay. So we only have like a perception of what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And that situation... Um, kind of feel like the people that Matt Gala should have known you don't put because those two had issues for maybe a few months at that time mm -hmm. before then yeah so the fact like if I feel like they should have known that and to keep an eye to keep them kind of away from each other because I mean you don't you don't want a situation like that happen you put two volatile elements together they're going to combust that goes with people too at least like with the Oscars, like I knew there was some sort of situation, but we didn't know if it was, it was this, ba this bad. Like I, I feel like if they known that they really had an issue with Chris Rock, they would have, the Oscars would have kept them away from each other. Probably mm. would have changed the seating a bit, but we didn't know. I mean, we didn't even, like, I didn't know Jada had alopecia. I didn't know either. I mean, she has such a cute you know, head and she's such knows. a pretty face that, I mean, like, she just, you know, bald her head. And it works. Actually, she looks great bald. She looks absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> like, seriously, and I know everybody can pull that off, but she has such a beautiful, tiny head. You can't pull that off. <laughs> right? And, like, she, I, it was, no, I didn't know, no at all. But adding to what you just mentioned, Yes, I understand it, but is it, is it their job to make the setting, accommodate the setting to prevent an adverse from you? So is it, is it that? So that I have to, somebody else have to uh, set the pace for me to be able to compose myself. No, I think that we are all adults and I should be able to go into a space that probably there's going to be people that I might not care for, but I don't have to acknowledge them. I mean, I mean, you're entitled to say whatever you want. It's the way I take it. You know, I have to take accountability for what I do. In that case, you know, it was a very poor uh, judgment. It was a poor reaction. It has led to overshadow something that should have been like super amazing, Will Smith. African-American man from Philadelphia. You know, he, he made it. He, he did it from the ground up by himself with his talent, you know, such an entrepreneur and blah, blah, blah. Now, all we know is like, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Not even, nobody even talked about his Oscar. And you know what I feel so bad, Kev? 
that the, he got an Oscar for a movie that I personally love. That movie, it was so amazing. And I feel so bad about the Williams sisters because they work so hard and their story is so empowering for, you know, their stories like they come from uh, the projects in a very impacted area in LA, you know, and, and they, they build themselves the ground out. Their father did such an amazing job, so much courage, you know, and it was so immaculate. And they are literally like these two women are literally an example of class, regardless where they come from. And that proves right there that your, that your class it's not defined for what is your last name or where you came from. These women are so classy. And the job that it was done in that movie was immaculate. His job in that movie was immaculate. But now nobody talks about that. Completely overshadowed the, si the sisters. You're somewhat right. But I, like, I believe the, the story of that film itself, it won't be like when time passes. It won't overshadow it. But unfortunately this will when you're talking about the movie this will be brought up unfortunately because this uh, this may be honestly the shocking and we're we're at war we've got gas is killing us killing our bank accounts and when you said like what's probably the shocking thing that most shocking thing that happened this year we're only in april this may be top three what happened so far? The the glue lady that was it was done this year. The glue, glue the, lady lady. That, the, the lady that glued her hair with super glue. Oh no no that wasn't this year no. <laughs> that was last year. If I'm still thinking or about. Or the year that. before? I don't remember, but it definitely wasn't this year. They have a lot of you know press this year. I and they've been giving them like a lot of press, like negative press. From the very beginning you know and again, it's, it's not even over with yet i know it's like uh, so, i feel um, Chris for Mark's them brother but... had said something about it on stage he, who did it chris rock's brother he, his brother his brother named tony rock he's also a comedian uh -huh. he's also he talked say? about it what did he say uh you're not getting on this stage is there anybody get on this stage the only thing you nominated for is these hands yikes Yikes. And it and Chris got they got like apparently there's ten of them. So he's got nine other relatives. You know, I feel so bad for him. His reaction, you see his reaction? Oh, I saw like the little reaction somewhat afterwards. Oh. And you can tell he was like there's a part Practicing. of him that at, at the moment like wanted to say something. Like that comedic mind just kind of snapped into He something. kept it classy though. He was just like Yeah, because it was probably gonna be horrible. Yeah, he kept it super classy, and but I feel his pain. It was so awkward, and I felt so sorry when I saw his face like behind the podium, and like, oh God, I feel bad for him. Like you know, and he was doing his job. So I was listening to some other comedians. Oh, oh yeah, what did they say? <laughs> you know, is uh, this guy? I think is whatever is just this comedian in LA and he was talking something like you know this is comedy this is what we what we do and nobody is of limits and no subject is of limits because this comedy you know we have to learn how to laugh about ourselves and and this is the this is just the gig that's what we do 
So do you think that in comedy, they should be things that are off limits? Uh, for me, like, I tend to, I quite frankly, like comedians. So I don't think so. But one thing you may, you never know what somebody's limits are, what someone's yeah. trigger, triggers are. So you mm -hmm. make fun of something that's, like the Chris Rock joke didn't seem, even for, for a joke about her head, was very mild compared to the jokes I'm seeing right now. Yeah, the memes I agree. and everything, they are far worse than what Chris Rock said. Yeah. But, again, I'm a person who likes comedy, and I think it's a great freedom of expression. I wouldn't, I don't think it, I don't think it should, but we're in a time where, I mean, people, I keep, hate saying people are sensitive, but people are sensitive about things that you wouldn't know what it is. So I think there's more of a, um, it's more of a risk factor into doing comedy now than it may have been in the past. Like, I think people enjoy that um, kind of bravery which came with being a comedian. Like, you just, you just said, you said the crazy things that we were already thinking. Yeah. But it's like now, we don't want people saying it. But we're still thinking it. Yeah, it's, it's very different, right? The way it's like, yeah, everybody thinking that, but you cannot voice it because then it's going to be an issue. But it's comedy. And this day and age, people are so sensitive. So let me ask you this. When was the last time you've been to a comedy club? Oh, my God, before COVID. Oof. So do you tend to sit in the front row? Um... Last time I went, I sat in the middle. No, I didn't sit in the front row. But well, I usually know that front row. when the front, people in the front row, they get roasted. Absolutely. Sometimes in the middle, too. But you, <laughs> you got to be a red flag to be in the middle getting roasted. But I mean, most people tend to know that if you're in the front row. You're going to get roasted. There's a chance you're, gonna, you're a target. Yeah. 100%. I, I understand. Um, I still feel that, you know, it's, it's just, it was too much, Kev. I, I think that you, we should be an example. Um, just to wrap up this episode, I think we should be an example of what we preach. Yes, we're humans, but when you have such a big platform, you should be an example, right? We advocate for, and, and I, I have to say, we advocate for, you know, for, uh, Black entrepreneurs, Black excellent, Black Lives Matter, all of this. That is amazing. We should, we should, you know, the world is looking at us, unfortunately, ready to attack us, ready to put two cents in, in a preconceived narrative. So it was, that was the stage for you to keep your composure. That was the stage for you to show the world, hey, you know what I mean? I am excellent. I am classy. I am what I preach. I'm an amazing, accomplished black male with an amazing family. And I know you're attacking me right now, but I am much better than your insult. And I will handle it in an appropriate manner. I am not going to give you the pleasure of making me look like a fool in, in front of the entire audience. So that would be my, um, you know, my take on that. I feel that we need to be an adult when we make these type of decisions, you know, 
part of being adult is try to keep your composure. And sometimes you're going to find things that are not going to be, you know, of your likings, but it's part of the process and you're in the spotlight. In the face. And sometimes, well, yeah, it's, it's poor, but it's a poor, poor choice, but it happens. But anyway, thank you. So thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. No, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining us in this episode. We have to jump into this because you just, it was just trending. We have to talk about it, Kev. We had to. It was wild. <laughs> it's everywhere, so might as well. We can give our two cents. But thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Thank you for looking at us right now and uh, for, jo- <laughs> for joining us in this episode of Tell of With Tootie. And remember that we are available in all mainstream podcasts platforms so thank you very much you can find us in audible you know apple music uh, uh you know google google podcast and all major iHeartRadio radio and all major spotify <laughs> all major streams <laughs> thank you everybody for joining us and we love you all bye bye <laughs>